to Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? Where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Here we are, you know, firing it up on issue 13 of Imagine If. Uh, once again, we have Ian Flint here with us. Hey, what's up, guys? Guest From, appearance. <laughs> this new machine uh, coming to talk to us about comic books because we had such a great time on the last episode. I had a great time being here on the last episode. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I had a super uh, great time. <laughs> <laughs> well, with me as always is uh, Chris Friday. Hey, everybody. And I'm Mitch, and we're here this week. Tackle one more challenge, another challenge that we've thrown out there for ourselves because we like to think of ourselves as comic book gurus. And can we do a good enough job that uh, you would want to hear these sto- or read these stories in print? Don't you put that evil on me, Bobby? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say something wrong in this episode. I know it, and people are gonna be like, "Guru, oh, oh guru, no, really? here's here's oh here's one of the neat things about this, and then this is great for because um, like I know Stephen was here last time, and he was kind of like. Oh man, I'm not sure. What's neat about this is like you'll pitch an idea, but like if you're you're stuck, this is where we bail each other okay. out. Like if you get stuck on something, we're gonna help you out. We're gonna we, we want to do it right because you, you've been there as a mm-hmm. fan. Like oh man, this was so close. If only they had done this. If, well, this gives that yeah. that voice or that thought a voice, and you know we're, and we're not competing other. against yeah, each other. No. We're here totally collaborating and just <clears throat> loving the juice, the creative juices. And yeah, like, today's episode, our listeners get three fantastic comic books. <laughs> so the price of I'm one say this right now to you guys and to everybody listening if at any point i say something that's wrong please correct me i'd so much rather have my information right than than to be like spewing nonsense and i, I, I be like completely that wrong. i like I, I i i'm also the same way i'd rather uh, someone correct me so i know the right information yes. so i don't spread the wrong information i mean hopefully you won't be a douchebag about it but like... <laughs> i was gonna say you're calling down all the internet on you yeah, the know. internet's the part because i always jump back in my time bubble and go back and i'm like all right i'm not gonna say that again but the internet i can't beat no, see, them and I'm 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 doing a dangerous thing and putting my trust in the internet that <laughs> that if I go about it in the right kind of way they won't tear me apart. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, no, we've had, we've had some pretty great listeners. We got to meet a lot of them at the the Yuma County Library Free Comic Book Day com- comic book convention, and you know they they were they were great fun. people. Yeah, they were. You know, we they came up. They they came to our panel. They talked to us. We talked comic books for an hour, almost or no, two hours because we did two panels. Yeah, oh, man, know, I'm jealous. It was it was amazing. <laughs> so uh, our listeners are pretty great, and uh, it, it, they'll they'll love you too. Because All right, we well, love you. I already love you guys. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? I, I, I do have to say that I brought you in as, as a little bit of a, a hired gunslinger because we have a, uh, a, a listener throwing in a challenge for us for this week along with our regular challenge that I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about anime. And I, I know you do. Anime is one of my fringe subjects, but I will do the best I possibly can. <laughs> and uh, and Chris, yourself, you, you know a few things. But yeah, you like know well, I mean, I've, I've been exposed to stuff because like working in like pop culture stores, you see stuff. And and honestly, like I was very lucky. One of my um, first exposures was Cowboy Bebop. Um, I love I that. I love oh, that manga. A, I love that anime. Yeah, it's such a great one. Like what was it? Cartoon Network. I think it was like back when it was on Adult Swim and yeah. Tsunami. 
Oh man, that was awesome! Like I remember, like I didn't know what it was. Um, there was like a there was a um, a dorm room a couple doors down, and they like they'd meet and play it, yeah. And so like I'd be on my way going to work, and like you hear that, and you're like, that riff is awesome. The music is beautiful, and then finally you sit down watching, like the visuals were amazing, the character was fantastic. So I was like, dude, I'm in. I don't know what I'm watching, and and that's what's great about that show, in my opinion, is like Spike you Spiegel can start at, like is issue so... seven or episode seven. Yeah, well, the character you fall the in love Spike with, Spike Spiegel like, from day one, guy. he throws that cigarette in his mouth and just kind of smirks a little bit, and you're like, "I love you." Yeah, dude, like I'm yours. <laughs> I'm gonna start learning that trick now. Yeah, you know, like... just like flicks it all crazy, just <laughs> right yeah, into his I'm mouth. Take up smoking, no, but uh, but he, it was it was a great character. Morning so for that the Surgeon was, General. <laughs> that was uh, that was such a great uh, that was my intro and actually I recently just purchased one so maybe the, pick your brain on this one uh, the Adventures of the Count of Monte Cristo I guess they did an anime like really yeah like I, I just bought it I haven't even taken it out of the packaging yeah. it's it's Wait, a DVD is, it, is um, it along the lines of like the Alexander the Great anime that they had for a while I'm, I'm not I, I don't know like all I know is it's it's basically the Count of Monte Cristo story but set like in the future in space I mean. and stuff like that <laughs> yeah like I'm like I, I, I want to watch a guy go to space and, jail you know? <laughs> yeah like this just looks alright he know? finds and, a sp- uh, uh, abandoned planet that has a whole bunch of treasure on it and <laughs> thus now he's now the count of that prayer the king of that whatever the space count of <laughs> Monte Cristo hello know? my name is <laughs> Space Archduke of Monte Cristo planet. Yeah. So like I just like I don't know. I'm I'm ready to dive into that. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm very curious about it. Uh, a buddy of mine he he talked me up on some Dragon Ball Z. That sounds awesome. Have you never I, watched Dragon Ball Z? No. Well, like I remember actually, like I remember my exposure was catching it on like the the the, the, the Spanish speaking channels. So it would that's, be on. Honestly, and they're, they're, they're talking in Spanish, and I'm like I don't know what they're saying, but the visuals look cool. The characters look altruistic. Mm-hmm. I'm down. You know. Um, I I love I love Dragon Ball Z <laughs> like with an absolute passion. See, that's um, funny. Is that my one exposure to uh, an- the anime universe like that? Is when in college, my roommates did watch Dragon Ball Z, and I I remember sitting down to try and watch uh, one episode or watch a couple episodes of it, and like I I know I sat there for at least two hours, and I felt like I only watched fifteen minutes of something because it kept doing, it, doing recaps. And then what you can expect <laughs> in the next episode, and nothing that, that happened. Is, that is that is one of the pitfalls. That is super of the frustrating. Cereal. But I do have uh, a question for you: How many how many seconds does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, I have no clue. I Find know, out next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that that sounds makes about sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes complete sense. My original answer to that, when somebody asked me that question, was I don't know six seasons because they're all charging. Ah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Charging their new technique to screw in a light bulb that takes everything that plays of off of it so well. <laughs> so, uh, but with that, uh, we had Anthony Berrigan, who's a, a common uh, listener or at least a writer in on on the show. Okay, uh, asked us uh, uh, to do an imaginative conversation about anime versus DC and or Marvel. Now, and this is all or all heroes in general. Now, oh that's, wow, that's a little too encompassing. That's, that's, that's a little, little too broad. So I just want to, you know, he has a picture that he included here, and there's a, a few characters that I, I, I do see and I know. We got Naruto, as you, you told me. There's One Punch Man. There's uh, Goku. There's the guy from Bleach. Uh, so uh, I, I now have the picture. There you go. Up you have the here. picture in front of you. So let's take let's take a look here. I'm not even gonna. Oh, and down below it, you have the Justice League hanging out in front of an actual. Hall of Justice that's not all destroyed. Oh, I guess I didn't even see that picture. Oh, no, this was a different one. Oh, okay, They, they took okay. the Alex Ross yeah. Justice ah, yes, League gang and put it under the... I mean, regardless of the universe and all, that art is amazing It's beautiful. On both of these no. pictures, this art yeah. is gorgeous. Go, Whoever fine. did this, I'm sure the credit is on this picture, but nice job. <laughs> yeah. 
So, Holy wow, guys. So, I mean, from what I understand is One Punch Man is pretty much literally... It, it takes one punch and he can kill anybody. I've, I've actually haven't gotten around to watching okay. One Punch Man yet. Um, I, I already hear the emails. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you put in... I wouldn't even... I wouldn't... Uh, like, the, okay, well, I guess first we wanna, I want to say is... The internet usually goes for Superman versus Goku. That's the the biggest That's the one. That's big the biggest yeah. one. I know. I remember Wizard World or Wizard Magazine doing that it, that particular fight battle between the two of them in printed version way yep. back when they still had a, oh, a magazine. God, what a great magazine for <laughs> like that was like the the before message boards before podcasting. Yep. Here, give us five dollars for a useless magazine, but it speaks your language and you're like, a ah. useless magazine that you don't have any say in. We just tell you what we think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's no interaction. <laughs> That's, yeah. Hey, jump forward a whole bunch of years. Welcome to podcasting. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you exactly what we think, and you have no say in what we say. <laughs> we give some. We give some. That's why we're doing it. But yeah, it does have that same vibe to it. But so, I know you had a very interesting take on Superman um, versus Goku. I had this debate with a guy a while back, and I was very much so on the Goku beats Superman, specifically because Spirit Bomb. Mm-hmm. But then he brought math into the equation. Yes. <laughs> the great equalizer. <laughs> he brought math into the equation. Goku is a Saiyan. He's ridiculously strong, and it seems like in the natural order of battle anime, he gets strong. There's always someone stronger. So bring math into play. Superman flies exponentially fast. Very much so. So, <laughs> oh, he was that fast? Cool, now he's faster. <laughs> so... Superman takes the fight, plain and simple. Uh, Goku starts charging, a spirit bomb starts charging anything, really. Uh, Superman flies around the planet a bunch of times, punches him in the face. I don't care who you are. (laughs) I don't care who you are, what you're made of, unless you're Colossus, because I will argue this for Colossus. Wow. But just because of what Colossus is made of and stuff like that, if you get punched by a dude flying borderline speed of light, straight in the dome, your head's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I literally don't. I don't know what the you know what a spirit bomb would do or what. It's I don't either because do. it's not made of kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, exactly. It's not made of kryptonite. Yeah, unless it's kryptonite or magic, you know. You're well, not gonna I hold guess off. we could. I guess we could chalk up, um, like the the abilities in Dragon Ball Z as some sort of magic because they're they're fighting techniques. So yeah, I, I sure they're they're a martial art technique. And so it's I, all about chi, and, and it's, it's it's about chi and focusing your your energies and stuff like that. So you could probably chalk that up as to some sort of magic. Fair enough, but if, still, if, if if you'll give me that, I'll give you yeah. that. But again, like I and I I, I like that because okay. I, I like making this, this this struggle bigger and whatnot. But yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things. Like I think. And it's funny because, like, obviously when the when this battle comes up, and I always love to read comments when people talk about it, and I think it, it always goes one-sided because you rarely have somebody who's crossed into both. Right. Because all the Superman fans are like, well, of course Superman wins. He's Superman. And mm-hmm. all the, the, the Goku fans are like, well, of course Goku wins because he's freaking Because, I mean, Saiyan, like, he died you know? at one point and yeah. fought a god yeah. <laughs> and, and, and won. You know? And then, but then we look at Superman and we're like, yeah, he's, he's done that too. You yeah, know? He, he, he and, died and because he got punched through the earth and then he came back to life and punched him once and killed yeah. the guy. So, yeah, you, so you <laughs> They're see They're very these, similar. Yeah. Well, they really are. And, like, I like, I, I think, and this is what's funny because... 
I, I would go old school. Like I would go back to like when we had the classic team ups with Marvel like heroes and villains, or Marvel heroes and, and DC heroes. So of course, of course, they fight. They have their struggle, and they realize like, wait a minute, there's We're some the greater dude. force. Yeah, like <laughs> so. Like I would give that. Like I, I would have this like total, you know, um, showdown between Goku and Superman. You know, and, and, and play with some of the great elements that they've got. Because I think Goku, doesn't he almost have, like, the same origins as Kal-El? Like, um, rocketed uh, from yeah. another planet, uh, raised planet here. was destroyed. Um, he was picked up by somebody. He was picked up by... Kindly Gohan, loving couple. By and, uh, Grandpa Gohan in case of Goku, and then the Clarks in the case of Superman. Superman. Yeah. And he they grew up... Well, Superman grew up as more of a, a normal Earth boy. Until mm-hmm. he found out, oh wow, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm super not. Bad. <laughs> um, but Goku was kind of raised as you're not normal. Mm-hmm. You're you're something greater than us. I think that's because when he was found, he already had a a, 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 a tail. Uh, so oh, it's like obviously yeah. you're not human. <laughs> but at the same time, the Clark should have known you came from space. You're probably not human. Yeah. Well, and that's what's always interesting too. Like when they play with the origin of Superman. Like you go to like the 1978 movie. He lifts. You have the little baby lift the truck. And then, like, you look at Smallville. He doesn't get the powers until his teenage years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I like that idea because I've always subscribed to the idea of your body doesn't know what it can do until it starts, like, developing developing and being a body. Well, and I I like that, too, because it's like if we think of him as a solar battery. That's what I always like. He always had to, like, build up that energy. Like, that's why his powers weren't, like, he, he eventually, like, at first it was jumping, like, quarter miles until finally, like, I can fly because I'm fully charged. His body have didn't have power, the, the room you know. to store the energy to make it happen. Yeah. Which, you, that, which you take into account the fact that the, the new power that they gave him with the supernova blast or whatever it is. Yeah, now he can go the sun. Right. <laughs> so he goes – after that, he's, what, human for a couple of days, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that literally plays into that account that he has to wait till his, reserve, his, his battery stores are backed up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, okay, taking that into account, let's uh, – I, there's a whole bunch of what ifs on this fight we could do. Exactly. So taking that into account, we we give Goku the fight because Goku's smart enough to wait for him to supernova and then goes in and ends him real quick. <laughs> well, see, I, I would look at and this, this is the tough question because that Superman you're talking about that could do that. That's New Fifty Two Superman. And he's dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, he's here, he's, he's, he's coming. He's, I, 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 he, it's not it's not full yet. You okay, know, our enough. Superman died too. The pre Flashpoint one, the post Crisis. But anyways, like I guess I, I would. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a, like I never had a pup, you know. Like oh, let me, here, here we go. Superman you know? is always. I've I've always made the jokes that if I wanted to read Superman, I would just go stare at a wall. Oh, like I, I I enjoy Superman for what he does when he's in other people's comics. Right. I've never had the attention span to sit down and just read Superman comics. And you know what I think that is. Is that like, and I think you'll find that a lot with a lot of people. Or a lot of people that read comics don't want to read Superman comics. It's probably a lot of the same of people that 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 look. I, at least I see it the same way as Spider Man comics. I like Spider Man comics. Mm-hmm. I like Superman comics. The thing is, is that those are the 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 ones that a kid who's never read a comic book is going to grab first because of the the pictures they're going to recognize. Yeah. So those stories are very tame. They're very bland. They're not, not not bland, but they're very they're very tame. They're very neutered. Well, they're the safe story. They're the, the safe yeah. story, so that they can get into comic books safely and then and branch then, out. Then branch out. So and then, then, then learn you, what yeah. Frank Miller is. <laughs> <laughs> and then sit in a corner of a very dark room and cry. <laughs> yes. And then what it's, and then learn what it's like to watch your your beloved Batman fight Bane and lose his back. <laughs> and lose. <laughs> hey. 
hey, I, I got to get my character from that. I got Asriel, so I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> Asriel. <laughs> Asriel did a very good job with something that he never should have had. That, I don't know if he did a good job. He, he, cut, he went a little too crazy. He went a little too crazy. <laughs> the system. If he didn't have the system in him, wasn't that what it was called? Yeah. The, the, if he yeah. didn't have that, he could have been a pretty awesome Batman. But, but I feel like Ezreal did, an, did a pretty good job with what he never deserved. <laughs> well, no, of course true. not. It because been, Grayson should have gotten Because yeah. it should have been Dick. <laughs> it's always Dick. If Bruce dies, anyone can fight me on this. Yes. The mantle goes yeah. to Dick. But look at that. I, I, would, I would say look Play at it by that. royalty rules. I would, <laughs> I would look at that as... <laughs> like the same thing that happened in the movie Ant-Man. He goes and finds uh, Scott Lang because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want his son, his daughter Hope to die to be to be in danger if something happens. So Bruce goes and finds someone expendable. Yeah, someone completely <laughs> expendable that he doesn't have any relation to. And that's, Dick Grayson's his son. Dick Grayson is 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 his son and I completely understand why Ezra <laughs> was a thing. It's just I on the lead up to that moment, I was like, here we go. Here we go. I'm sorry, Chris, uh, you're breathing into the mic. Oh, <laughs> I was like, here we go. Here we go. Here's Dick's moment. He's been he's been training for it. He's Nightwing. He can do it. Let's go. Let's go. Ah, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sidestepped. Just gave, like, they just gave me the ultimate case of comic book blue balls. Like, <laughs> that's a good way to phrase it, yeah. Well, because it's funny because like, when you're reading night, night, Nightfall, when you're reading that, it's like everybody makes the rounds in. Tim's there. Selena's there. Joker's you know, there. Yeah, and like. That was my favorite one. Dick Grayson didn't make it into the cut somehow, you know, and, and I'm was, trying to think like, okay, well, what, what could he have been doing in his Nightwing book? And then it's like, okay, well, he didn't make it there. Night Quest happens. He still hasn't made it. Finally, by night's end, he gets there. And I'm like, what the hell, dude? I'm sorry. You know? Whatever's going on in Blue Heaven can wait. Yeah. <laughs> Your <laughs> no, home see, is at, being attacked. Your at that point, he was out. just hanging out with Starfire out in space. and they Okay, were... <laughs> hey. At that point, he's getting his pee-pee touched by an alien, and I, can, I think I can okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What is your one greatest weakness? My pee pee being touched by Starfire. <laughs> and oh that's how the Joker wins. Come here, lady. <laughs> Harley, oh put on the glove. <laughs> Harley can never replace Starfire, at least in the eyes of Dick Grayson. I think he might try. <laughs> he might be okay, like, right, if he didn't try, there'd be bigger things afoot. Because if any man can can withstand the wiles of Harley Quinn... I defy you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> At least not anytime soon. So getting off of, or getting sorry, back. Getting off. Sorry. <laughs> getting off. Sorry. Getting off. Hey. Uh, Dick definitely was. So you had, we, we did Superman Goku. What about, uh, I, I still don't know what to do with One Punch Man. What if, what if the Sentry went up against One Punch Man? Actually, no, I think I like better for that. Iron Fist. Let's, like, okay. I don't I was I don't actually really, thinking Iron Fist. I don't really that know One Punch Man's, like, his 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 mantra, what it's all about. But I, 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 that's what I imagine. Like I'm like, well, there's got to be more to it. There, it's it, there's got to be some death. But I like that because I feel like, all right, you know, because as we were talking about this in my mind, I got to thinking like, well, what would happen if Iron Fist punched Superman? Like, could he actually knock Superman down? Which because would be interesting. You start it is using magic. the chi, the magic side of it. So it's like, well, that's a justifiable explanation. It's a justifiable explanation, but is he physically strong enough? Yeah, well, then, but then you bring because, the physical reality like, to it. Because it's like, okay, you well, can have you know. magic in it all you want, but Superman is still strong. Yeah. yeah and but then he's you still take, tough. But you take into account that when Superman gets his, if Superman gets his powers taken away from him, he 
at, at most of the time he didn't know any any way of of self defense. He literally all he knows is to throw punches. But so when he goes when, up against someone who does know how to fight, so now they're both on equal stance because he's using his magical his magic to negate his superpowers. But does the magic uh, does the magic negate all of the superpowers, or does it just negate invulnerability? Fair enough. Yeah, that's a big because that's what I'm thinking. Like, like, like it, just because it, a car hits the wall doesn't mean it always goes through, mm-hmm. depending on the situation exactly. and the car and the physics. Sometimes it does go through, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes so that's where I'm looking it. at, you know, like, so, is Danny Rand, like, is he, is he, does he have more physicality over Clark Kent? So when that, that magic dis- happens, could he knock down Clark Kent? Or does the reality become, well, the magic is what enables me to, like, bruise you, mm-hmm. but not knock you down. So that's why so I think it, that'd it be might be, it's a fight that Iron Fist can potentially win on a long enough like on, uh, right, on a right. long enough yeah, you put, time. Right. You give like him if, a if thousand you, more of those punches. Uh, now like if, if you give him, because obviously he has his agility involved as well. Mm-hmm. So, but you, Superman has a super speed. He has a super yeah. speed, but you factor in a whole bunch of like you give him an actual fight. He's going to be dipping and dodging. He's going to be you give him enough openings. Is he eventually going to break a rib? Is he eventually going to find yeah, like so he catches him right in the temple? Exactly. You know, you know, you know, it'd be a cool moment though. Like Superman, like, so I, I, I would say like, in my mind's eye, when Iron Fist hits Superman, he is, he's going to like leave him a bruise and Superman's going to be like, what the hell? So then Superman goes to return a punch and I would love, that's where you use the, the fluid momentum where he just grabs that man of steel arm and just flips him down, you know, like, and just, just like, I win him right there, you know, <laughs> and you have that, you know, and it's just okay, like, all right, so that could be back, something. Back but, to talking about to one, punch 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 man. Man. one Punch Man versus Iron Fist. I don't care who wins that fight. I just want them to have a punching contest. <laughs> yeah. not, but not against each other, right? No, just who, like, no. whoever falls first loses. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, so, that's, all you can, that's all I can see is that one is just going to be a bunch of, a bunch of dodging and, and, and some connectivity. And, yeah, it, then it comes down to a matter of stamina where it's uh-huh. like, okay, well, if you get that lucky punch or if I get enough punches in, how are you going to take me down? Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be the cooler visual fight. Can I get that picture back up real quick? Just so I – because I'm – I'm I'm intrigued about just finding matchups for the people in the picture. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will admit there's a couple people in this picture that I have no idea who they are. So uh, flame well, me for that. Uh, <laughs> hey, like I said, I don't know who any of them are except for Goku and One Punch Man. Um, I do want to see. I can never remember her name. Um, oh man, and this this is this is going to be the one that gets me in trouble. <laughs> um, the 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 girl from Attack on Titan. Okay. Uh, I want to see her fight Ant Man. So does she have a power? Uh, no, her whole thing is she's fighting Titans. She's swinging around trying to get behind them. Uh, the, so Titan's weak spot, the Titan's weak spot is the back of the neck. Uh, so, that's, so at first she sees him as giant man. She's like, I got this. Yeah. And then, when he shrinks and then down, he shrinks like, down and she's oh. like, where'd he go? Because <laughs> uh, she's also very, very sound-minded and very strong tactically. Ooh. So you give, uh, <clears throat> you give them Professor Pym. And all of his knowledge of the suit, I'm giving you like like peak of Ant Man <laughs> to fight. You know what I mean? Right, right, get right. some Ray Palmer in there from the DC <laughs> side of things. Like you got a great big old nerve cluster right about here. Yeah, <laughs> and I, honestly, I feel like that fight is one that is won by shrinking way down to the microverse, probably to the microverse, and 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 ending the fight before it starts. But at the same time, he can maximize, and that's where. Like uh, at a normal person level and higher, I feel like she has the edge because she's used to fighting. Because she's used to fighting titans, right? 
And she also has her 3D movement device, which is just a grappling hook that can fire anywhere. So it's just like, let's go. Cool. Um, uh, I know we you had the dude from, uh, I think you said Bleach, that, 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 uh, or the guy that stretches? Yeah, no, so that's Luffy from One Piece. One Piece, I'm sorry. Yes, very different universes. <laughs> uh, that, that's uh, like Soul Reaper, so the Grim Reaper or a pirate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So okay, let's talk about Luffy versus Mr. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Stretchy battle. All right. The battle of the stretch. <laughs> um I uh I think I said it earlier, I have to give that one to Reed Richards. Just because his intelligence and experience. Because his overall. intelligence and his experience, he's been around longer. Um I'm I i do not know. Because it's two different universes. I don't know who can stretch further, but I'm going to assume Reed Richards. Well, if we want to talk about who can stretch further, let's talk Plastic Man. He can go further than, than Reed Richards can. Okay, fine. Then, then... <laughs> but he does, he's not intelligent. He's not, he's but, not but as the smart. experience, though. He does and I'll tell you this, experience. actually. i throw this out there. I think E.L. O'Brien is a freaking genius. He just understands. It's like, if you think I'm a dumbass, you're not going to see it coming, which is part of his camouflage ability. Okay, I mean, that's have fair you enough. Ever, like, how many times have you seen him, like... Like, this guy, Eel O'Brien, Plastic Man, he's the perfect secret agent. Like, he's used to playing parts and characters, and, and he understood, because when he was growing up on the streets in, you know, That's 1920s America, he was like, I got to do what it takes to survive. So he's never really shown you himself. He's always just that way. So, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't rule out intelligence. In that <laughs> but here's the question. Oh, no, never mind. I'm thinking Elastic Man. Oh, he, With the cool sunglasses. Yeah. No, 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 that's, that's, that's Plastic Man. man. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I get them all confused. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, you got Elongated Man and Plastic Man from the DCU. Uh, you've got Mr. Fantastic from the Marvel. Marvel U. And those are your big three. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, there's a couple little characters here and there. But, and and the then uh, I guess you could lump Clayface into that. That's true. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Kind of. Sandman. Sandman. But, Hydra uh, Man, you know. Uh, you know what? Plastic Man wins specifically because sunglasses. <laughs> I love it. I mean, he used it as his, as his disguise to disguise his face. But well, know. I mean, he's done stuff like I remember. I think it was in JLA. You might remember this one when he had to stick his finger in somebody's ear to remove something. Oh, for Wonder Woman mm-hmm. when they put that little uh, uh, nanobot in her head where it caused her to fight, and so he got in there. So obviously, Plastic Man learned something through that. So he could be like, "Oh, you're a stretchy guy too." And while we're fighting, you know, he just stretches out a piece of his elbow, goes in the ear, and. Taps a part of your brain and bam. Or, or you go straight to the Obsidian Age from J, Justice or JLA, and he's frozen, broken into a billion pieces at the, at the, the floor of the ocean, collected up, melted, thawed down, melted down, and still comes back to life. Yeah. Like the the guy, like Batman says himself, I'm pretty sure he can never die. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had one. Uh, I think it was the Doomsday Wars. Doomsday tore him. Yeah, he actually ripped Plastic Man and. He was okay. He still he comes right back. So he became two plastic men. <laughs> plastic and they both men. and they both wore sunglasses. <laughs> you love the sunglasses. <laughs> the sunglasses they oh, just make me laugh. They're good. He's, he's like red suit, gold trim, white sunglasses. <laughs> let's do this. Let's, let's go. <laughs> uh, Hold on, guys. I can't come with you. I can't find my sunglasses. Can this crisis wait? <laughs> what if it happens to be a rather bright day? <laughs> what if it's a dark day? <laughs> if it's a dark day. Get Tony Stark on the phone. I need sunglasses that can see at night. Yeah. We're getting an upgrade on the lenses. <laughs> transition lenses. Transition lenses. <laughs> oh, my secret identity. Uh, who else do we have on that list? Let's um, just pick one more. One more. Let's do... Uh, I kind of want to do Ed from Full Metal Alchemist, 
but I don't know who he'd fight. The only one that comes to mind is Colossus. So what is Ed from Full Metal? So Full Metal, Ed from Full Metal, from uh, words. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, one of those. Full Metal Alchemist. If I can't even say it, then (laughs) whatever. So Ed, um, he's an alchemist. He has magic. He does cool things with it. Uh, His mom died. Tried to bring her back. Lost his arm. He now has a metal arm. That's why his brother in the show is an animated suit of armor. Oh. His brother lost his full body to trying to bring his mom back. He lost an arm and a leg actually. Um, So he now has a metal arm and a metal leg. Okay. Side note, mom came back as a crazy zombie because I didn't do it right. <laughs> well, so, when you're messing around with those magics, you know, and then alchemy. True. Um, <laughs> so now his whole thing is he has his metal arm. Like Bucky? More or less. Okay. Um, but because of magics, he tends to make it do cool things. Oh. Like the, the go-to is uh, a blade coming off the top of his hand. Okay. And so, and agility. So why 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 Colossus? Does this uh, remind specific, him of his brother? It probably. <laughs> well, you know what I like. Or if you can think of somebody better to fight that, I'm thinking I'm, I want to throw Doctor Doom in. Okay, because they like, both have that. Because Doctor Doom, part of his intentions of why he learned magic was to save his mom's soul from hell. And then you think about it. Here's the here's the bad part for Doctor Doom. He's encased himself in that armor. So if he doesn't know this guy full well and he goes to fight him, you know, so now it's a battle of the magics and. And then, you know, it's one of those things is Dr. Doom was always that way. Like, yeah, we killed Dr. Doom. Nope, LMD, or his version of LMD. Yeah, Doombot. So I, I, yeah, Doombot, there you go. So I totally think that, like, to me, that sounds like the ultimate excitement Okay, there. yeah. So I don't know. I like, I like that fight more. <laughs> I just I, I want to see Colossus fight somebody, because it's always funny when Colossus fights, because he's just like, hello, I am Colossus. <laughs> I am here, and you cannot hurt me. Oh, wait, you can. <laughs> you punched me real hard. I was not expecting. <laughs> that was a great punch. I pick up Logan, I throw him across the room. <laughs> I throw my little Canadian friend at you. <laughs> and then in cases of hanging out with Deadpool, I'm very, very annoying. <laughs> uh, okay, so in in that case of Doom versus Ed, uh, who would I, you give it to? I don't know who I give the edge to in that one. Who the the alchemy magic versus the Doom magic versus I don't know. the Hell magic? The I Hell magic. Yeah. Uh, which one? Honestly, like, ahead? well, I don't know much about Ed, so that's my 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 troubling. But the thing is, I would say. Considering that Doctor Doom has gone toe to toe with Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. and held his own, and he's still around. And during Secret War, he had Doctor Strange kind of as like, "You're my deputy. I'm mm-hmm. the man. You're my deputy. <laughs> like, I'm so the big I, dog here." I mean, if anything, like, and again, like, I always I, like I. I I feel bad because I used to get pissed off at Stanley for that because it's like fans would write in like, well, who's stronger, Hulk or Thor? And he's like, I don't know. Depends. Maybe, you know. And, and I get why he never put that answer. Because he doesn't want piss it to be off. definitive. Well, you're going to piss off half your fan base. Piss off you half know? the fan base and then you have rules. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, well, and then that's true too. You set a precedent. You know? yeah. Yeah. And so like if, if Stanley himself said Thor is stronger, yeah. then no matter what. Yep. Now Hulk is like, well, doesn't matter. Yeah, now, you know, now why have Hulk's Hulk when you have Thor? Yeah. And so, Except and, for the fact and, that Hulk smash. <laughs> now it'll be Thor smash. <laughs> Thor getting angry. Now there, smash. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think honestly, like what I would like to see, and again, you know, they're, they're going to have their cool magic moments of battle. But I think the best thing is, I, I think Doom goes from like trying to beat this kid to being like, wait a minute, we both have the same issue here. Our moms in hell and stuff like that. So he's going to take this kid in, but he takes the kid in trying to be like, I want to learn your alchemy. Once I get that from you, I'll kill you. I don't care how. I'll and kill you. You never know. It could turn into a sidekick ship. Yeah, you know. And where you it's have now Doctor Doom and Ed. Yeah, 
Doctor Ed. No, no, I mean, Doctor no, Doom <laughs> and master's degree having Ed. <laughs> <But> <laughs> two I, credits away. <laughs> I would like that because you would have you would Doom would, would yeah. try to like you know incorporate that into his own arsenal. He'd be like, I want your magic now. You know? He is he's a smart guy. He is. That's why he used to hang out with Reed Richards. That's, that's right. If, <laughs> if, if you want to believe that, <laughs> despite what that last movie said. <laughs> So I think uh, what it is is that we were this this little side challenge you gave us, Anthony, might be a little difficult. I think one of the things about anime is that there's uh, tons of opinion involved. There's oh between the two, the three different worlds that we're talking here, yes. But anime is so grand, like the way that they produce a lot of all their it's melodrama their, on an even higher scale, exactly. And they they their, their power levels are so always huge. So I'm knocking it, over a mic over here. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you know their their characters do so much in 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 a world where they need to do that much. Well, the scope is huge. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that their power level is over nine thousand? Almost over nine thousand. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's over nine thousand. Yeah, I see that meme all the time. But yeah, I I, I I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, uh, yeah. Whereas you know the the. Marvel and DC universes, they, they they know they exist with other heroes and other other uh, villains. Well, they exist so they... in present time on Earth, right? You know mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Because like like okay, for me like my anime draw and like I said, it was Cowboy Bebop. So if I'm sitting down thinking about okay, who am I gonna take? So it, it, for me, I'm gonna get characters like Rip Hunter and Star-Lord. Adam Strange. <laughs> And Star Lord, you know, maybe even the Guardians, and I'm going to put him, and that would be cool. Yeah, Um, Cowboy Bebop mixed with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's great because Peter Quill is a variation. Like he he, he and Spike Spiegel are very similar, so that would be awesome. Um, And then you, who do we have to talk to, by the way, to get at least an issue of this? (laughs) To get Cowboy Bebop meets Guardians. Oh my god! Because yeah, I'm thinking about that. Like you put Tank in there with like Drax and Rocket, and you see how they they come out, and you know. Oh, what was the Ed? Was the little girl with the corgi and the, the, the corgi and Groot reacting? That'd yeah, be because and, like they, the joke they, they could be the corgi's of... trying to piss on the tree the whole time. You yes, know? and Groot's and just like, fun. please, please no. <laughs> I am Groot, <laughs> very in a sad, <laughs> angry look. I am Groot. <laughs> so that that's so what I'll that's what I'm going to contribute. So that's we're, what we're you gonna co-write that. Oh, one. please, <laughs> um, me and one of my friends in uh, I just moved back from Flagstaff recently. And up there, while we were working, I had a friend. Every time we were on shift together, we were talking about, okay, we got a Deadpool movie. We got a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Can we please get a Great Lakes Avengers movie? Wow, Great Lakes Avengers, you just pulled a deep cut there. (laughs) Can we please get... You want uh, Squirrel Girl and Squirrel uh, Flatman. Oh, dude. 2D Man. Um... Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole mess of them. But we were we were casting, and it was uh, the one that we kept coming back to was Nathan Fillion as Invincible as Invincible Man, (laughs) where where he can't die but he feels all the pain, all of it. Yes, that would be perfect. Can can you not imagine that? Just just based off of Nathan Fillion as Captain Hammer in Doctor Horrible, he's like, is this what pain feels like? Like, just a continuation. Yes, Captain Hammer became. Invincible Man, because was, he needed to rebrand. Right, that was his origin story. Yeah. Now he's here, and here we go. And now he feels all the pain just because I, I love Nathan Fillion. I love him as an actor, as a person. He's oh, hilarious. So do I. But I just want him to get the crap beaten out of him in a movie. <laughs> just he'll never die. He's just like, please stop. <laughs> too much on the body. All right, we'll throw in this out. Did you hear about how he's gonna be used in Guardians too? 
Nathan Fillion? As Wonder Man. Mm, as Wonder Man. He's Wonder Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, Simon Williams. We well, don't know. Simon Williams. Yeah, you don't so know he's playing Wonder Simon Man. Williams, so he's going to be the actor. And they have these mock up posters, you know, like and the Steve Jobs biopic, but it's Stark. It's Tony and, Stark. Yeah, yeah, Tony Stark. And so he's the actor in that one. Like, do, you, do, um, you know that Nathan Fillion was in the first Guardians as a very in- intensely yeah. small cameo that yes. you wouldn't even recognize. You wouldn't know it was him unless changing and, and yeah, all that. Yeah. Absolutely. It was Nathan Fillion. It was. He yeah. got absolutely destroyed by Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. can you imagine the branches up your nostrils? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh straight in the brain. Yeah. Well, there you go, Anthony. Basically, what you could take from this is that a Cowboy Bebop start Guardians of the Galaxy crossover would be amazing. That's how you print money. And we, <laughs> we hope you enjoy it. Um, and all right, Anthony, I feel bad. I have to apologize. I don't think I am the the best one to have been asked this question, <laughs> like to to try and field it. But I, I gave you the best I possibly could, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you're if you're listening, give me three characters, three specific yes. characters. Give, I'll sit down, research them, and I'll give you. I can bring my comic book knowledge to that and then see what I can give you that's I'll feel that that's the hard part is is coming up with the coming up with the fights you give me people you want to see fight and we'll talk it out yeah I love that does does that work a little bit better so like Anthony please if you're listening don't feel like I blew you off in (laughs) fact I just want to focus our laser so it's better I want to give you a better answer than than what I can right now so there you go you are welcome for Guardians of the Galaxy Cowboy Bebop that yes that is a win (laughs) and now we start writing a kidnap list If you ever want to see this person again, you will make this. Yeah. Just Watch one, out, James Gunn. <laughs> just one issue. Just one. And you know what? No, not even an issue. Give me, give me something with merit. Give me. I want a give four me a issue trade. Mini. Yeah. Just, yeah, give, Ooh, give me a, four, a trade. Yeah, a four issue mini that gets collected, and there you go. Oh man! Or so, even skip the trade, go straight a, to graphic novel. In a secret origins nice. book, just just to have that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, now we get to our we get to our challenge for this week. The main event. The main. <laughs> thank you. That's that's pretty good. We never thought of a call to that, but yeah, the main event. Um, we are here to talk about uh, what if number one volume one. Uh, what if Spider Man had joined? The Fantastic Four. So, what happens in the original story? It's, it's like it's like the first time uh, Spider Man, uh, right after the the origins of Spider Man. Yeah. He, so it's it's a play on so Amazing Fantasy. No, sorry, Amazing Spider Man number one, the second appearance of Spider Man. He he got his own book. He's headline in the show. So he originally sees that. Well, wait a minute. You know, like I was kind of making money as a movie star stuntman, and I'm not. So I want to keep making money. Well, the Fantastic Four. They're superheroes. They're public heroes. And they Maybe brand all, everything you know, that yeah. they have. So and they make I can money clearly go work with them and make money. So he goes. The security system attacks him, and of course he's like, "Oh, I, I you know, like I, I, I snuck in here. I got in here." But they capture him, and they're like, "Well, what are you attacking us for, Spider Man?" He's like, "Well, I want to, I want to get hired by you guys. I need money." I'm so, trying to audition you know, basically to show you yeah. what, what I could bring to your group. So. What do you What do you think about me becoming the fifth member of the Fantastic Four? Yeah, and so they're Call like, it you know, the overnumerous five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they 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 they're like, well, you can join us, but we don't pay. And so he's kind of like, well, crap that idea. I'm out, you know. And so Reed the, Richards, the, you can take your very long arm and <laughs> shove it. <Yeah. laughs> Go so, so deep. <laughs> so in the the first what if of, of Marvel, they decide to be like, well, what if he. Uh, <laughs> it's issue. It's called issue one, volume one. Oh no, I know that. But the, the oh, the issue. What happens if, in it? If you can hear him, he's very far away. <laughs> okay, so but what happens in, in this issue? He decide they, they they this is where they change it. They say, look, 
uh, yeah, go ahead. You can join. And, we, and the, he, he joins and he becomes the fifth member of the Fantastic Four. And uh, basically, as they go out on missions, Sue ends up staying, staying back at Baxter Building, back at the headquarters, kind of being the looking over the videotape or making sure they're all... She's the oracle. Yeah, she's staying behind. And thus, she she is pushed out of the spotlight where Sue would normally have been in or is in the regular stories. So eventually, she uh, when they go and uh, fight Namor, who's being taken over by the Red Ghost, uh, he says... Uh, she's like... She's upset. She gets upset because uh, she isn't in the forefront or she isn't... She's being overshadowed by Spider-Man, basically. Mm-hmm. So at the Which, end of if it, you think about it, they just made a really dumb team comp. <laughs> they brought the guy that can stretch, but they left the shield. <laughs> right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you brought the guy who's made of rock, but you left the shield. <laughs> the one that the one that's probably the most powerful out of the four of them. Because she because can, she's just like, all right, how about I contain you in a force field and I take all the oxygen out? Or I just put a force field right in the middle of your brain. And now you have an embolism. <laughs> yeah. Well, like that's what's that's right what's, in the middle of your heart. That's, that's, <laughs> oh. that's what's crazy about well, it. Like same thing. Yeah. With, with, with Fantastic Four was Sue. Like unfortunately, when when comics first came out, they didn't really do a lot of justice to a lot of characters. Oh yeah. And Sue fell Especially wayside. She characters. was yeah. She was like, oh, I'm the damsel in distress. And the, like in the end, though, it's like she's the strongest character. Like when she got possessed by malice. Right. You're like, holy crap! This chick is like, wow. And so. <clears throat> I like how that Fantastic Four plays off of that because it's like, okay, in this one, you know, it's like, well, you're Spider-Man. We're going to take you out in the field missions. We don't want Sue to get hurt. And it's like, yeah, like you said, you picked the wrong person to leave behind. Like, leave Johnny behind. Johnny's not going to really do that much for you. Human Torch. light stuff I, on I, fire. I catch on fire. Hi. I catch other uh, things on fire. Hi, hello. I cause problems. <laughs> hi, hello. I, I, I want to be Captain America one day. I, this, this, this is how I get into the, the Marvel Universe, right? Right. Be, be in Fox first. You start at Fox and you move on up. <laughs> Uh, so so then so Sue then coming out of her trance uh, realizes that she's she'd be happier staying with Namor at the end of the story. So her Namor or uh, Reed says, okay, yeah, you can you can leave me, you can break us up, and and you can uh, you go stay with Namor, and we will be the Fantastic Four without you. And and Fantastic Four featuring Spider Man. Yeah. So uh, Spider Man turns it to to Human Torch and says. Uh, Man, I really feel bad. I feel like this is my fault that I broke up your guys' family. Because it's true. (laughs) Do you think that if I hadn't joined the Fantastic Four that, you know, this wouldn't have happened? And Johnny just says, no, man, you don't have that much of a a sway in what goes on in our lives. You know, this would have (laughs) happened anyways. But obviously we know differently. We know yeah. that the Fantastic Four would have... It would have been better if he just looked at him and said, home wrecker, and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Doom was better to us no. than you. <laughs> so, did, did I screw anything up? No. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, just our family. <laughs> I would have had a nephew and a niece. <laughs> so what, what, Way to what, break up mom and dad, partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, just because your mom and dad aren't around didn't make uh, anything. So. <laughs> Just because your Uncle Ben is dead doesn't yeah. mean our mom has to be. You keep Bam. losing your whole family, and now you're taking out on us. How about you go save Gwen this time? Oh, man. How about Home you not record. kill her? Oh. 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 <laughs> How about you start dating MJ and decide that you're over her, and you start dating Gwen? Oh. In every gonna, universe. You're going to want to bring your new best friend Harry into this one. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be so much fun. 
So, Chris is a lot of really good zings you can have. That. Just totally taking down. The hey, Spider Man. Spider Man. If he doesn't have enough going yeah. against him, we. And self confidence is shrinking. <laughs> so, if anybody's wondering, this is going to be called the How to Bully Spider Man episode. <laughs> Flash Thompson will be joining us very soon. <laughs> hey, Parker, I heard you're a nerd. <laughs> What you gonna do your nerd things? <laughs> hey Parker, I heard you got bit by a spider. What are you a bitch? <laughs> Fight it back. <laughs> so Chris had thrown out a challenge for us two weeks ago, saying, uh, "So basically, what I wanted you to do was um, take that classic issue because part of you know what 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 we what we did where our origins where this comes from is." You know, Elseworlds and imaginary stories and what ifs. And it's like, man, you know, so we always sit down and recast stories. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to hit the well the way it was. So I want you to take the very first Marvel Comics What If, which took Spider Man and put him in the Fantastic Four, and I want you to cast that in the DC universe. So that's, that's the challenge there. So. so, Ian, being the guest, you get to choose. Would you like to go first or would you like to go second or last? Mm, I'll go first just to get mine out of the way because okay. I feel like mine might be the weakest here. <laughs> I doubt it. No, I, cause it like they're all said. fun stories, man. Um, so, when, this, uh, when the challenge was pitched to me, I did tons of just brain racking on this. Who'd be fun? Who, could, who doesn't already have a spot? On a team. On a team. Yeah. yeah. So I, I eventually came to terms with, I don't think I can find anybody from the DC universe that would fit nicely somewhere else. So I decided to pull from the Marvel universe and bring them over to DC because it's something that I've always been curious about also. So somehow we get Quicksilver across the dimensional lines into Marvel, yeah, into DC. And now he's trying to figure out the speed force. And I, I love that idea because I think we, we mentioned it earlier was J- J- JLA Avengers, when you have Quicksilver come over to the DC Universe, <laughs> he immediately feels that connection to something that's not to yeah. Something that's world. not what he's used to feeling. So as a speedster, he would start to well, feel that. And I like that because if you go back to, I guess it was, I think it was Infinite Crisis where they kind of pitched the idea that Jay Garrick's a mutant. Right. So you're like, whoa, Jay Garrick. So like if Jay Garrick tapped into the speed force, Sure, Pietro should be able to do the same thing. And, and could you imagine, because it's like, okay, on his planet, he's freaking fast. He's, he's probably right, the fastest universe. man yeah, alive. He's that. So now you bring him over here where you can amp him up even more. You bring him over Holy here where he's crap. never seen somebody move as fast as Wally West. Yeah. That's true. You know? So, I mean, like I, I can imagine like where he's probably like, I think it'd be great, like some of the beats you could have in there, where it's like, you know, like have a part of the story where like, like go back to that showcase number four, when the waitress drops that tray and you see the items falling in slow motion and Barry's just like, grabbing and safely putting him back but like you could do that through like uh, Quicksilver's eyes where he's watching a flash and he's seeing them act that way and he's like god that guy's really slow that's your fastest man alive it's like Quicksilver would be the ultimate the the fastest I think Mm -hmm. you give him that amp up that extra Mm -hmm. I don't think so I still think that you'll have Wally West as probably the fastest well, or, I think I would go like that's where I would give him the motivation. Like we're yeah, like, oh I, hell no, you're not taking that from no, me. No, I feel like I feel like there. Well, I can't not hit this mic. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Dropped it or almost dropped it earlier. Punching <laughs> it now. I feel like if you introduced Quicksilver to Wally West, right. there'd instantly be either a bloody rivalry or a beautiful friendship rivalry. In terms <laughs> of they get along very well, but. 
you're not going to be faster than me. Yeah, no, I, I can which see is what that. you do kind of get in the in the the Marvel versus DC storylines when the, those two were pitted against each other. Mm. They, they very much is the the oh you're not going to be faster than like, me. I will be yeah. the fastest man alive, <laughs> yep. and that leads to some. I I I don't feel like that would be a very like conflict driven story arc. I feel like that would just be more of like an introspective, potentially kind of emotional. Oh, yeah. Well, I think well those was... two characters, because they're both, they both got that hot-headedness. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great, because it's like, like, Wally does a better job at controlling it, and, mm-hmm. you know, he, Quicksilver he's, does not. But, yeah, Quicksilver doesn't have that That's filter. why Quicksilver needs yeah. Colossus. Because <laughs> yeah. I do subscribe to that canon, where Colossus <laughs> and Quicksilver are a thing. I oh. love, I love that power he, couple. An ultimate X-Men. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love... I, I love that power couple. Let's be real. <laughs> well, it's like when you take characters and you're like, wow, I never thought to mix those two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conflict you're looking for, we should put them in the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, they move slowly. Like they have to get something. Like, or they, have to, they have to get Pietro a, a license, uh, a driver's license for the DCU. <laughs> and it's like, you don't exist. We need a birth certificate. And you could just see them both like super speed tapping their fingers waiting like, God, I hate this. <laughs> I would, oh, I, I I, actually, I would like to see the the idea of of, of Pietro like uh, seeing all these speedsters, and then eventually the, the 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 Flash family, where you have like all of them, the Jesse Quicks, the Bart Allen, you know, uh, Max Mercury, Jay Area, and they're all just kind of having a picnic because they're all family mm-hmm. and, with way too much food. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it, it would be a ludicrous amount of food. <laughs> and Pietro is just like. I never knew you that. You guys many are pizzas. all just it's way all too friendly with each other, you know, like because he wouldn't be used to something like that. Well, that would be because the funny he's part. so he's so secluded, yeah, and segregated where he's from, right? So, in yeah. terms of being a mutant, not in terms of like <laughs> like hanging out with the group. It's just yeah. more of you're a mutant. You're awful. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I think that'd be great. Like they're at that picnic and everybody's just relaxed and sprawled out, and you would see Pietro just like his back to the tree. Just like eating his food, eyeballing everybody, and everybody's like, "Dude, you can relax." He's like, "No, you can't. These <laughs> sentinels will appear, and I, you gotta have." Con- everybody's like, look "What's out. a sentinel?" Yeah. You mean so- like Alan Scott from the JSA when he was sentinel? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but the real question is, how would Pietro get along with Impulse? Oh, that's the fun one. He would. He would be annoyed. He'd be like, like, like. Okay, Lion King with Scar and like Baby Simba. You know, like he'd just like go away away from me. (laughs) See, because impulse. I feel like. I feel like as the arc would progress, Quicksilver would get faster Mm -hmm. because he's learning how to tap into the Speed Force. He's learning to utilize it. So when he gets here, he's the slowest of the speedsters. Okay, potentially. Right. Right. I like that. And that would put. Impulse above somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then he's like, "Oh, I can't hear you from being this far ahead of you," <laughs> and just like small quips like that. So eventually, it would just be like, "You'll never catch me. You'll never be as good as me." And then finally, boom! I'm faster than you. And that's he, the win. <laughs> as he works up the, the as, the as he works up the ladder, and I feel like that's the I feel like that's the only other rivalry that would exist aside from Wally, because Barry wouldn't care. Mm-mm. Yeah, Barry would just be like, "Hey, we got another guy who can help us out here." This is Barry's awesome. like, "Cool, we got another dude to slingshot me into the speed force." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, actually, one thing that'd be funny, like, I would love to see that, like, if they figure out how to get on a return or whatnot, because I, I think it was uh, the Avengers Children Crusade when the Young Avengers they had uh, Speed. 
speed, yeah. And I would love to have like a moment with speed and impulse meet because oh, we did be have great. that moment when like Quicksilver and Speed were together, and he's like, "So Crash. you're like my uncle, aren't you?" And he's like, "I guess I don't know." And like I could just see like when you play with that with Quicksilver and Bart, and then like all of a sudden like when he knows like he can come back and forth or whatnot, he's like. Bart, wait right here. Let me get someone for you. And he just sticks him with speed, and he's like, I'm out. And yeah, he's like, like we're done. Yep. <laughs> you guys handle each other. <laughs> and you know what I just thought about? Uh, just because the world needs somebody saying crash the, to everything. <laughs> the design of speed is a lot like the reverse uh, impulse. The, yeah, the kid uh, inertia, right? Wasn't inertia. It? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, his his costume. Their their costumes are pretty close. Yeah, they are. So we cut you off though. What team is is Quicksilver going to be joining? Or is it just DC in, in general? Well, the Flash family, right? Yeah, he'd be, he'd be like... hooking up with the Flash family. Oh, okay. So, okay. It's so, um, it, it would be the Flash family specifically because he's there. He would come over. He'd feel something yeah. new. Right. And they're the ones that know about it. Right. So, so he, would, he would... And I would assume... Um, it, would, it would probably take a while for them to find each other. But being a speedster, it's probably not that hard not to find the, each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know what I would love is that if uh, at this... Picnic or whatever this family the family <laughs> gathering. Uh, if Max Mercury shows up and he's the one who starts teaching him about the speed force, he goes, "Your name's Quicksilver. I used to yeah, be called Quicksilver." Take that handle, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's just like, so a great is that your real name <laughs> or <laughs> were you Q U I C K or Q U I K? How did you do yours? <laughs> well, just because I, I like given mutant names, you know what I mean. So Quicksilver, oh, yeah. Wolverine, Cyclops. At what point does that become your real name? God, the way they use them so much. And, and it, the way they, they switch off, like, in yeah. between the two. Are they synonymous? Well, obviously they're synonymous. That's the wrong word. Are they interchangeable? Yeah. Well, I that'd think, be interesting because, yeah, when, when, when they do find him, they're like, well, who are you? Does he just identify, like, well, I'm Quicksilver? Or does, or he does he he's like, I'm Pietro Maximoff? You know? Yeah. yeah. I, that is a good that, question. That's a question for the writers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was about to say that I think it goes off of whatever your loved ones call you, but then... At the I same think time, it's, still, it's whatever you identify. You know, uh, Witch calls him Quicksilver and Pietro. Right. Yeah. Uh, Colossus yeah. calls him both. Magneto calls him both. So uh, Magneto refers to him more as Quicksilver, though, because he doesn't want to re- refer to him as his son. Doesn't want to refer to him as his son. He doesn't want to refer to him as his quote slave name. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I didn't think yeah. about that because yeah. Magneto is all about that. We're moving forward. We're not human. We took our new our new names. Yeah. Okay, uh, so in the story uh, of the what if, you know, there's a, a Sue gets left out and, and then thus leaves the team. Would there be a person that you feel that would be the same in this? Um, it would be Wally. Wally would then feel it, like he's being overshadowed. Um, maybe just because of how quickly I would assume Quicksilver could learn how to how to at least work with the Speed Force. Ooh, I like that. That's because Wally nice. took years. Wally took from the time he learned how to be a speedster. Like learned that he was a speedster, to now he became the fl- yeah because yeah, he had his whole kid flash career right he was pretty much on the slower side of things uh-huh. he was and then when that... he took over for Barry it was like man I'm struggling to crack through the sound barrier so yeah. so for how fast Quicksilver is coming up like pardon the pun for how fast but, <laughs> um, how quickly you can't get around it so uh, just for for the speed at which you could at which he's learning how how to be faster, how to harness the speed force and use it to his thing. I feel like Wally would get very dejected and very, well, I mean, if you're just going to be me, 
Yeah, if you're going to be the new toy and I, I got to be the guy. Yeah, because well, everybody's like. Can you imagine, though, like if Barry starts favoring Quicksilver? Like, uh-huh. wow, like those two like, have conversations and he's like, that should have been me. Uh, especially, I been. especially after a little bit, Barry's like, hey, man, wait till you break light. Oh, <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? He's like, you, like you're you're gonna experience something yeah. because Wally's like, I could, I could, I can do I that. Can do that. Why aren't, <laughs> why aren't you guys include me? Or like when Barry, or when somebody finally teaches Quicksilver how to throw lightning. Ooh, that'd be. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and Wally's like, really, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in the room. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, there you go. I like that. I like the idea of Quicksilver coming over to the uh, to the DC universe, and I, I love the where, where would where would it put him in the family? Where would he? How would he feel? Who would who would he identify with? And that, I think that's perfect. So uh, you did a great job in your Yay, first one. I did it. Yeah. It <laughs> well, I like the Wally West angle on that too. I like how Wally comes out because, like, it's funny because depending on like the, the time period of the comics you put it in, but it's like like get him right before a pivotal story where Wally did something major. And now you have a darker Wally West, or you know, does put Wally him right before Flashpoint? You know, yeah, something like that. Like you, you put him in there, and it's like now does Wally potentially go to a villainous side or something like that? You know, I don't think that I don't. Or, oh well, no, here's, that here's how that works. Okay, what you got? You bring Petro in. He hits it off with Barry. He and Wally have a, a like a, a newfound like sibling rivalry. Mm. Right. Petro hits it off with Barry. Barry kind of mentors him. Right. He's learning very quickly. At this point, Wally is still Kid Flash. Okay. Barry has to retire. It's time to pick up a, a successor. Ooh. <laughs> Pietro gets it. He becomes the Flash. Wally's now Reverse Flash. Wow. I could see something like that. I like yeah, that, that, would, that would be perfect. Like, Wally's now Reverse Flash. Uh-huh. Well, you know what would be even great, too? Like, to maybe throw this onto that. So, because the Reverse Flash was all about trying to be Barry Allen. And that pisses him off. So, now you get Kid Zoom. He goes Ooh. from Kid Flash to Kid Zoom. So since they both have those yellow costumes and whatnot, so now you just have Wally's like, yeah, I've got nothing to go forward with, and I'm going to go forward, so I'm going to follow And I will, I will have your speed. Yeah. So, so you, you get those two. And instead of, instead of Hunter Zolomon becoming the new Zoom, yeah. uh, Wally becomes yeah, Zoom. Wally becomes that. And then we get Hunter being something else. Okay. Yeah. He can just be something. That's fine, too. He doesn't get to be Zoom. He gets to be <laughs> Zoom with four O's. <laughs> He's Zamo. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Chris, uh, He's would you like street. to go next? Sure. Okay. All right. So here's what I was thinking. So I had a, I had a couple of ones. Uh, the first one that came out, I was really thinking about. So I wanted to play with the idea that there was history between uh, Hal Jordan and one of the members of the Challengers of the Unknown. And basically, like, the Challengers happened first. Like, they predate some major DC characters. And then so um, he, he, I, I, think, I think it was Rock... And he's kind of like, hey, Hal, why don't you come join us? Like, you're, you're an adventurous type of guy. Come join us. So he winds up being that fifth member of the Challengers, which could spiral into its own DC universe. You know, now you got a five-member Challengers group, and then Guy Gardner technically is closer, so he becomes Earth's Green Lantern and stuff like that. But I felt bad because I was kind of riding off the coattails of Darwin Cook, obviously thinking about him with his recent passing. So I was like, okay, I want to I do something more. I want to think about it. And it was tough because you have such a wide staple of characters. So I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? So continuing with speed... I'm going to take Kid Flash Wally West, and I'm going to make him a member of the Legion of Superheroes. Okay. So okay. we're going to be kind of in that time period. So back when Wally was a kid, and, you know, this is going to be Wally's first time-traveling adventure. So he, that's, like... That's the title right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he jumps on the treadmill, and he's like, all right, let's do this. 
bam and he he goes and he winds up getting thrown into the future where the legion are and they're like oh and of course they all bond they're these teenagers you know and all this stuff like that and they're like yeah you're one of the legends man so this is gonna be awesome now the trick is like in the sense of what if you're one of the legends of course they never tell you why you're legendary right things like that so Wally's there for a good amount of time, you know, he in so since he's there though, he never got to do the whole forming of the Teen Titans. So the Teen mm. Titans kind of seem a little bit different. And they then obviously without him, so now there's a hole in the Yeah, in the so team there's comp. something missing. So in reality, the Teen Titans kind of disband. So now well, how do we get to the Titans, you know? So that they're going to be something else. So, you know, Victor never had anybody to bond with. So Cyborg kind of never really made it into the whole hero gig. This he just stayed sad. off. Well, that, that's, <laughs> well, that's what the what is do, like, you I, know. I, yeah. I, I, I'm loving this, but it's just like, oh no. Yeah, well, because it does it because you Don't like, be sad, when robot you man. think about it, Wally has such a huge impact on the DCU, you know? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't there. So Barry and, and and it's funny because when you really look at like the Barry Wally sidekick mentor relationship it's not like they were always running around together you know no. it's kind of like well i'm doing my thing you're doing your thing everything's okay so it's not like barry's do brunch yeah, yeah you know like hey i'll see you on sunday okay yeah. you know or like hey i do need your help but so so it's not like barry's worried and obviously barry can time travel so he's like okay well wally's doing a good thing here that's fine so wally's more excited about the future because again his life in the present was never that spectacular like if he hadn't met barry life would have sucked so now he meets Barry, he becomes, you know, Kid Flash, and he's part of the whole Legion of Superheroes. So he's got his ring, you know, he can fly, he can do all this cool stuff. And that's awesome, awesome, great beats. But in our current world, we're losing a lot of stuff. Dick Grayson doesn't have his best friend, you know, True. so all this stuff's happening. So then eventually we get to the point of crisis, you know, oh, no. and it's like, all right, well, how's this going to go down? No, like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So the big crisis is happening. And that's when Wally realizes, like, wow, I, I've actually been neglecting my time period. So where he's at in the timeline, it's been destroyed. So that entropy wave is coming. So he realizes, oh, like, like zero oh, hour. yeah, you know, so I've got to go back. I've got to I've got to do something here. So, of course, he finds out like he gets back at that moment when he sees like Barry's dead. And he's like, no. No, Barry is not going to be the one to die. We're not doing it this way. So he goes back even further. Now, why is he able to play with some of this stuff? Well, what happens when you take a Legion flight ring at light speed? Okay, what I was just about do? to ask you: Does he maintain his super speed? Yeah, so he's going to have flying? that. Yeah, so he's going to. So we're going to we're going to mix this whole thing up. Is so, it like if he gets running and then starts flying? Yeah. Does he keep his momentum? Yeah, you're going to wow. keep that in there, and you're going to amplify it because the ring will take it and do something. See, that's the that's the problem that Superboy. I've never understood the super like the the Legion rings like yeah, that because most of the time they just get tapped into flying. Well, where's this power coming from and stuff like that? So I want to I want to take it someplace. Okay, science. Like, you know, could, educate me. Could you imagine if Superman did that? Yeah, he was always uh, a legion. No. He just wore the he just wore the ring as a fashion statement. Like, oh, my friends gave it to me. That's cool. But it's like, I'm gonna, why didn't you use it? Why didn't you do something more? You know, because balance has to be maintained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, if, if he wore that, he'd just get fed up with Earth and go punch through the sun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Superboy Prime. He's gonna go nutty. You know, yeah, he's just like, I got this ring from Superman once. And I hate everyone. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna so go punch angry. the sun. Yep. That would be that would be Superboy Prime. <laughs> and now it's really black as night. <laughs> but uh, no, so Wally's gonna do that. So he realizes that he's gotta make a sacrifice, and he's not gonna let Barry be the one to do it. So it kind of plays off the chain lightning where Wally was the one to go do this. But in this time, in this world where he's going through with it, he actually goes right off to the bat and saves. Barry Allen, you know, and he's like, I need you to go do these following items. So he has Barry disable the big ion cannon or whatever. I forget what the energy was that was vital. So Barry still plays his role in the crisis. 
But now Kid Flash just takes it one step further. Because who else is a member of the Legion of Superheroes that died in Crisis? Supergirl. He's not going to let her die. Mm. So he takes the fight right to it. So Supergirl's at that moment where she's about to get mortally wounded. And, you know, he just takes her and he's like, Superman, take her, get her healed up. I got this. And, you know, he hits that point of maximum velocity that and then some because punches he's got right ring, through the animal. So he just goes right to the monitor, <laughs> takes him out. There's no backup weapon to draw the energies. There's nowhere for the energy to go. Takes him out. And that's why Wally West was a legend in the future. Right. So now you discover <laughs> why I, they were there. I thought that you were going to say he was a legend in the future because he became reverse flash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm giving that, that idea stays in yours. <laughs> so that, wait, I wouldn't have been upset with that. I wouldn't have been upset with that. <laughs> after he, after he punches through the, the anti-monitor, does, does he still live? Nope. nope. No. This is, that's when he passes. Of course, you can always bring him back later. No, I'm not against that. I would love but that. That's that's where he'll Rest die. Rest in peace, Wally West. You know, yeah. This is Wally West sacrificing himself for the, the for the for crisis yep. on Infinite Earth instead of instead of Barry. Yep. And this that's, plays back to what we talked about last week. With this is why Wally West would wear a green ring. <laughs> that's right. Oh, exactly did you true. ever get a chance to read uh, Flash and Green Lantern: The Brave and the Bold? They. Uh, they gave they, him one. Yeah, Wally got to wear a green okay, ring. I'm, I'm saying, but it's it's because of, no, of moments yeah. like this that this is why Wally would wear a green yep. ring. Oh, he, yeah. would ha- he, he would totally, have the willpower to, to yep. sling one. That, that, totally, you're right. It's amazing. He is fearless. He's probably the most fearless Flash. And so, and boom, he's now the best Green Lantern. Hal's <laughs> <laughs> like, get the ring back in. <laughs> he's like, you gotta catch me first. <laughs> That's why everybody's gonna learn, don't give Wally a ring. We give him a Legion flight ring, look what he does. We give him a Green Lantern ring, look what he does. He just so he's gonna get the whole emotional spectrum and that. Let's give him the Infinity Gauntlet while we're at it. <laughs> hey, I mean, if he had the Infinity Gauntlet, he wouldn't have had to become Reverse Flash. <laughs> he could have just told Petra, "You don't have speed yeah. anymore." <laughs> and then you know, you know, because it's all, a lot of stuff that he has on now. He just puts it all inside of his ring that contains his suit too. Yeah, yeah, his Kid Flash <laughs> ring. Uh, I want a ring like that. <laughs> that oh, just God. clothes pops right out and puts just, <laughs> unstable I'm, molecules with the compactingness. Oh man! So <laughs> I love it. I love that because that's the one thing, uh, a focus point or a, fo- uh, a, a big point of, of what if stories is that they give you a new story, but they also, they do tear your heart at, at a certain point. So in this story, what if... Uh, yeah, by Wally exiting the timeline, we lose the Titans. We lo- Well, we lose the Teen Titans, we lose the Titans. But his redemption on that is he will save Supergirl and he'll save his Uncle Barry. But, but, but they don't have there. those Titans. Well, it, well and that's where, that's like, where it I, can, I don't want to sound like a huge tool here. No, is, but it is, does. Is saving Supergirl worth it? <laughs> no, well, it's a, it's a good question because when you look at some of the stuff, like Supergirl, she has, I don't know, I remember you read, I think you were reading her comic probably in the 2000s. Right. But when you think of the impact of, like, the Titans, you know, the Cyborg, uh, Change, Beast Boy, Raven, and all that stuff, how does that team work if they were never founded? You know, like, yeah, well, Brother Blood. Like, can you imagine what now he's going to do unchecked? You know, how does would, that work? Would Raven's dad still show up? Yeah, you know, yeah, he's he like would. that Trigon when and he comes would, But Trigon show up and be like, sup, I'm here. And now we don't have Raven to help try and put him back in his place. Exactly. Yeah. She wouldn't have a so place to go on. You know, that, that, that sacrifice, you know. But then again, we still have a strong JLA, you know. So maybe is this where Supergirl, you know, maybe I guess that would be neat because sometimes those, those what ifs, like you were going to say, like they, they do, they tear that heartstring moment. So maybe like... A neat little riff in that one is Supergirl feels so sad that Wally died for her, so she stays in the present. And now maybe she's the glue that connects Robin with Wonder Girl with Speedy. 
And they call themselves the Titans. And then instead of like that, and know. even though she has all these other powers, she only uses her super speed and wears the the kid flash outfit. Hey, maybe that's how she honors them. Something like hey, that. That could be that'd cool. be crazy. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you know? Um, she uh, it would be. I feel like it'd be one of those things where if she could help it, she would only use speed. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, she's obviously, do. she has other powers. So Robin's pinned under something. I got you. Super strength. Yep. But overall, yeah, she will. She comes back as the new kid flash. Because the name is Eunice, it, you know, it's you don't have to. It's not gender based. It's, it's so not. It's, it's not Flash Boy. Yeah, no. You know, so she. There you go. So she's the new Kid Flash. How, cool. I'm gonna steal that and put it. <laughs> do it. She would disappear, and then Kid Flash would just show back up, <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be like, oh, we clicked. We 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 corrected what was wrong in the time stream. <laughs> the Kid Flash exists. We're fine. <laughs> it's all okay. And then the doctor shows up. <laughs> Uh, I've, always, I've always wanted him to hang out with Doctor Strange, and that would be crazy. I, you have the, the surgeon's room. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have you have Doctor Fate, Doctor Strange, and the Doctor, <laughs> and you call it like the Board of Medicine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Doctor Midnight in there. Get, get a bunch of Doctor Doom. Doom. Yeah, you know. Well, we can sit here all day just naming off doctors, oh, in the, but I mean, uh, like universe. at that point. I just feel like like shenanigans would be had. Oh yeah. Well, I like how like eventually the room's full and they're like, okay, here's how this is gonna go. Who actually holds a PhD? <laughs> so the majority of them have to walk out, bastard. <laughs> the doctor you can wouldn't call yourself doctor. The, the doctor wouldn't leave. The doctor would hold up slightly psychic paper and hope it works. <laughs> He's like, give me a moment. You'd have a Goes couple of them be like, that's just a blank piece of paper. <laughs> only one, only one of Doctor Fate or Doctor Strange would, <laughs> would, would do it. The other one would, wouldn't see it. Yeah. So. It, it would be Doctor Strange who'd be like, "Okay, you're a doctor." And then Doctor, and Fate doctor like, Fate's like, "Don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be a dumbass. Get out. Get out. Aren't you using that Eye of Agamotto for something <laughs> <laughs> to uh, see through the shenanigans?" Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, this is now. It's on to my turn. So yes. What do you got? I uh, actually used a character that we brought up earlier. I used uh, one Patrick Eel O'Brien, Plastic Man. Ah, the so goggles. With, <laughs> the, the goggles. goggles. With, the right. sunglasses. <laughs> with the sunglasses. Um, so in his original storyline, uh, we have uh, him as a, a young orphan, you know, a young street thug. He joins up with a gang, and he goes, and they deci- their little gang decides that they're going to uh, rob or burgle, whichever one it is, where you just sneak in in the middle of the night and not not shoot anybody. Uh, a, <laughs> a chemical plant to get the whatever money is supposed to be there, because apparently there's money in chemical plants just laying around. Sometimes. Axis <laughs> chemical, we're on to you. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's like Charleston chemicals or something like that, according to his Wikipedia. Oh, okay. So he he gets in there and there he's breaking the safe, he's cracking the safe, and as they're running out with the money, a, a security guard catches them. And uh, fires off a, 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 a single shot, gets him straight in the. Uh, after going through a barrel of chemicals, gets gets him through the shoulder. So uh, as he's as he's getting away, he starts to get groggy because the chemicals are now going through his bloodstream. Uh, the rest of his team ditches him, leaves with the money. He's wandering Gotham with uh, just. Uh, like literally, he doesn't know it, but the rest of the people see that his face is changing. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, his features are all moving around, and they're freaking out about it. But he doesn't know what's going on. He's just getting weaker and weaker, and eventually he passes out. He wakes up, and he's in a familiar brownstone. It's the brownstone of the Justice Society of America. So, Green Al- Alan Scott, the Green Lantern, uh, saw this man pass out in the middle of the street. Is it's Gotham? It, it, it's like Gotham. Yep. And he 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 says, "Oh man, I gotta get, I gotta help this young man." 
and he gets him and he he gets him he patches him up puts him in the in the brownstone and when he wakes up you know that's when he realizes that he has power now in the original storyline uh, uh eel or plastic man was picked up by a monk and taken to a monastery right there he learned to focus his power and then he he learned that you know this was a good man a good man picked me up and 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 you know didn't, for no reason whatsoever just you know healed me not knowing that I was I was doing wrong whereas this time uh still a good man picked him up but you know they don't they they're more questioning cuz they're they're superheroes and they yeah. you know they they well what were you doing with the bullet wound in the middle of your shoulder you know like stuff like that and though he lies he says look you know I was, it was a stray bullet something just happened you know uh, people got away alan still looks at him like no i think I think I know something about you, but I don't You're quite know what it me. is. Yeah, there's something not right about you. So he's a past history. <laughs> right, like as if he knows, you know, the the criminal face that that Eel used to have. So he, he, uh, he, they start training him, starting to let him start using his ability. And he becomes a full-fledged member of the Justice Society of America, but there's still all these uh, looming eyes and stuff like that, especially from Alan Scott. Uh, but he once again takes on this idea of, I can be a hero. I don't need to be a, a street thug. The, my, these people that were supposed to be your friends left me to die, you know, whereas someone else picked me up. So he becomes more and more of a hero, but Alan Scott still, like, looking at him sideways becomes more and more distrusting, and uh, eventually he becomes the one that's overshadowed. And as the leader of the Justice League, or Justice Society, uh, Eel starts to surpass him. You know, he's the one that everybody oh. goes to because Plastic Man is able to make constructs too, but using his own body, and he's he's a little bit more approachable. Whereas Alan Scott is kind of more of a very stern and very yeah, by the book, and you know, that, and stuff yeah. like that. So they they're pushing him, or he feels like he's being pushed out, uh, and and he he knows that that it's maybe at some point he he figured it out that Plastic Man was Eel O'Brien, a criminal, and he doesn't want him to be part of the team, but. He he's the one that gets pushed out, and eventually, it corrupts him. It corrupts him so much that he becomes the new villain of Gotham. And I, I know, I know, I, I, you're gonna hate me because I turned a Green Lantern into a villain. But that's what that's what I, I, wanted. I survived that decade. <laughs> this is the this is the this is my twist. So he takes so. the name Parallax. Huh? <laughs> no, I would I would have him take on the name Sentinel because yeah, to him that was the name he took later. Yeah, yeah this, I like that. To him, he he he's still being a Sentinel of Justice, but uh-huh. he doesn't realize that it's corrupted his his anger or his suspicion has corrupted him so much yeah. that he's doing the wrong thing well, for the right reasons evil or the right thing for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. So. I enjoy this thought. <laughs> I, I I would read that. Like, well, I, thank I, would, you. I would pick it up right now. <laughs> I'd be like, let's see where this goes. So it'd be plastic. It'd be the Justice Society of America with Plastic Man as their leader. Could you imagine that? The guy who's in the the JLA, Grant Morrison's JLA, as the the comedy relief and and totally Batman's like uh, pick just to be a, a, a as a as a weapon is now the, the leader of the Justice Society. Well, I like that because you know what? I, I, I would play that... Okay, when, when Eel, the way he is in his classic continuity, so this monk picked him up, right? right? So that's where he went from being, you know, some punk kid to, okay, Altruistic. I understand, like, doing the right thing, but I'm going to do it my way because he never had anybody to help him focus. Right. So now you have the Justice Society. So, I mean, you have, like, Al Pratt. All right, kid, you know, like, you're all right. You're, you're, you're goofy. You know, so that's why Eel... 
you know, kind of latches onto that stuff. You know, Ted Grant trains him to fight, you know, and stuff like that. So I think we get a stronger eel out of this situation. Mm -hmm. You know, and actually what could be neat for your story is we finally learn his real name. You know, it's not just Eel O'Brien. What was it? You know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm Tom, Tom O'Brien. Right, yeah, yeah. So I'm like that. So we we do have a different plastic man as opposed to. Esteban. (laughs) Esteban O'Brien. It's true. He's from South America. Not a lot of people know that. Are you serious? I did not know that. Wow. (laughs) No, it's Uh, not. So you. you, you, (laughs) Esteban O'Keefe. That's his real name. Is he Georgie O'Keefe's like son? (laughs) But yeah. Okay. You you throw something out there like that, that that takes that and, you know, he becomes a different character, you know. Now, okay, then out of curiosity, so the the void would have been Alan Scott. Right. Because he he didn't get recognized or he got out. out, um, Pushed out. Yeah, pushed out of the team. So he becomes that, huh? All right. So that, 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 yeah, that would be my my Sue Storm, my Sue Storm, or uh, you know, uh, Invisible Girl leaving the team. I so like that. that that there it is. There's there's our three uh, three new stories in our our challenge for this week. I guess it would be time for me to bring up my challenge for next week. Yeah, you got the hard end of this two deal. Weeks. <laughs> so yeah, uh, once again, you know, it, it is a, a little bit more difficult. Um, I have one that I'm tooling around with, but I don't want to. I don't want to bring it out just yet. Not on issue 13. Maybe when uh, we come around to issue 20 <laughs> or our uh, annual for that <laughs> for the year. But uh, I, I liked what we did before with the whole uh, coming up with a new team. Uh, so I want to bring that one back. All so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you a name, an innocuous name, you know, not, one that doesn't mean anything. And I want you to come up with a five person team. Uh, with a leader has to be a person with no powers. I win. <laughs> you already have it probably okay <laughs> so <laughs> so the person uh, there has to be a person with uh with no powers uh there has to be uh two magic users on the team and uh at least one mutant so there you go and it's in the it's obviously in the marvel universe oh never okay mind. <laughs> so the marvel you cap the your leader has no powers right two magic, two magic users and a mutant and amusing. So the, that means your fourth person could be, or your fifth person could be anything. Okay, and then I can toss. And the name of the team is got to be. Uh, oh God, boy, I went too far. I I, I didn't I didn't the, think the, ahead. The name of the team is Esteban. Esteban, there you go. He, he, you get to name both of our teams. So Mighty Esteban, <laughs> nah. the uncanny Esteban. No, no, no. I, no, like no. I would I would like you to come up with a, a team name. Could you just, just right now? Just right now, off okay. the top of your head. Um, so, oh wow! <laughs> that is the I mean, what we came up with before was the custodians and the working class. Okay, um, I like the working class. Okay, but we came up with that. We did that one last time, so you got to come uh, up with okay. a new game. So, <clears throat> the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court. There Ooh. you go. That's that's, that's your team. My, oh, that's, your team I like, name that. Is the like, Supreme I like Court. that. You're, You're using it. <laughs> so the Supreme Court. The Department of the Interior. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> should have stuck with Supreme Court, huh, buddy? <laughs> I guess I should have. <laughs> All right. So or the Better Business Bureau. The Better Business. I would, I, you know, what? I want to go with the Better Business Bureau. Okay, I like that one. <laughs> so we have the Supreme Court, the Better uh-huh. Business Bureau. A person with no powers is their leader. Two magic users, a mutant, and then an unknown. Yep. Right, oh, so. Galactus is banned from this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now my Supreme Court really isn't so supreme anymore. I'm going to say that right now. Galactus is banned, as is Apocalypse. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Apocalypse and Galactus are are banned. What about Thanos? 
Why also do you got to give also, ideas like <laughs> Also, Ben, you shouldn't have said Thanos. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah. Thanos. All right. So there you go. The three the three big ones are gone. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because that, that almost makes me think, like, actually, that could work. The Supreme Court where you put them in. Because remember uh, when DC did the quintessence and it was the Phantom Stranger with uh, Zeus... Zeus. Uh, one of the Gantlet, the Guardian, and a couple others. High and they Father. Were, you know, yeah, High Father, that's right, from the New Gods. And they were just this like collective like superpower, and they would walk around, and they would have influence on stuff. They're like, well, we don't want this to happen this way, or we're going to allow this to happen. And Phantom Stranger was always the voice being like, who are you to meddle in their affairs? Or why are you being so lazy? So it's like, man, the Supreme Court, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, all right, let's take Apocalypse, the oldest living mutant. You know, Galactus, uh, being from before the Big Bang, Thanos, just causes trouble, titan, you know. Yeah. A mad titan <laughs> and then obsessed you, with you death. Toss some other stuff <laughs> in there, you know? Okay, yeah. you know what? I just built the Supreme Court. It's all three of them. They'd come to a planet and, and they Galactus judge. would just yell, Court is now in session. <laughs> yeah, you just see the Infinity Gauntlet with a thumb, like, which way will it go? Up or down? Your and planet, if it was down, Apocalypse yeah. would wipe out the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. Another challenge in the bag. Uh, it's now boarded and in your bo- in your long box. Make sure you keep it in good condition and get it graded later. <laughs> Ian, it's been a great having you on the show for a second I week. I love being here. <laughs> Honestly, anytime, please holler at me. I would love to come hang out at the table again. Oh, we would definitely have you on here yeah, again because you great, great story and great <laughs> info that you have. The knowledge is amazing. So oh, thank uh, you. I love it. I appreciate uh, that. Would you? What would you like to promote? Um, I'll promote it again. Uh, go check out this new machine over on YouTube, and you can also find us on Twitter at this new machine. Um, find me on Twitter at Ian Flux Sucks. I A N F L U X S U X. Um, you can find this new, this new machine through me if you if you'd much rather do it that way. Um, tons of great videos over on YouTube. We post every Monday as our as our podcast and video cast um, goes up every Monday. Unless like last week we had some technical difficulties. Did you or? Recently, it was technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah, it was like one one was a Sid. Uh, I don't know if her microphone was working or not. Or um, Sid was out of town, so oh, okay. I sat in. Oh, well, I saw that. I saw that video, but there was a couple of videos back where, uh, like, I, oh I didn't yeah, hear her or anything. All at the same time, Sid always tends to stand way back. Here That's true. Too. <laughs> it's like, geez. Um, so yeah, please, please, if you're if you're enjoying just nerdy talks, go check us out. Definitely, I, I, I you invited me to be on the show, and I was on there, and it was. It we was talked about a whole cereal. bunch of stuff. Cereal. I couldn't believe we did forty minutes on cereal. Forty that minutes was on cereal. It was a blast. I love it. Excited. I, you guys got to get me in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about that. Uh, so there's that um, shameless plug. If you if you let me do it, I do make music. Yes. Okay. Um, I make I make hip hop music. Where can we hear your uh, music? Check it out. Ianflux.bandcamp.com. I A N F L U X dot bandcamp.com love it that's, yep. uh, that's amazing well i'll definitely go check it out all right do it see that. i only have a uh my ep up there right now working on new music as it's as it's coming out should be coming out soon so nice again thank you so much for having me that's it's been, been it's been you way, being way too much fun <laughs> way too much fun chris well let's see i am um i'm just on the twitter um Stuff I should say. I went blank from it. Oh, my God. Uh, At stuff I should say should being spelled S-H-U-D. So, yeah, definitely hit me up. Talk comics. Talk interesting stuff. Maybe it'll get me on the Twitters more often. And I I said it last week. Please get on the Twitter more often. Yeah. (laughs) And make make sure that you go on uh, Twitter and you you bother both of them about getting that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 
uh, kind we of need this hashtag movement to begin, you know? <laughs> okay, so if uh, just to, to get it my attention, tweet at me, uh, at Ian Flux Sucks, like I said, and just hashtag it. Uh, hashtag it Guardians of Bebop Guardians yes. of Bebop I love it I There like you go <laughs> Or Cowboy Guardians No no Cowboys of the Galaxy Cowboys of the Galaxy <laughs> okay. This one's the real one Just so I can find it Hashtag Cowboy Guardians Cowboy There we go Guardians. There you go So I like that uh, You find me personally At agent underscore Of the underscore bat uh, You can also get At Geek Elite Radio Geekly Radio on Facebook is where we do most of our conversation, where Anthony Bergen got two of his questions answered, or two of his uh, challenges uh, looked at, uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'd love to hear more from you, and, and hopefully Anthony will hear from more from you. Uh, we also uh, have a website, it's geeklyradio.com, where you can check out uh, archived issues of our podcast, of this very podcast, and then other podcasts on the Geekly Radio Network. So until next time, this has been Imagine If on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, always remember to geek Geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.